McSorley back to pass. Lobs it deep left side. Intercepted at the 30-yard line by Sertan. He takes a seat at the 37. The Cardinals are going to lose their 10th game of the season. A year after winning double-digit games. Stay Pash on the final call basically yesterday from Denver, 24-15 Broncos. Do hand the Cardinals the loss. They are 4-10 and with three weeks to play, and it is the definition of playing out the string. And here to talk about it with us from the Cardinals radio broadcast team, Kyle Vandenbosch, our guest on the Arizona Sports Line. Kyle, good morning. Good morning, guys. Thanks for having me. Uh, thanks for uh, joining us again. We appreciate it. We were kind of joking around uh, you know, the, the level of excitement going into this game wasn't the highest considering that the two uh, combatants and the first half was just kind of a snooze fest uh, as well but that second half I thought it was just a case Kyle of of uh, Nathaniel Hackett changing the philosophy stopping stopping uh you know trying to drop back and pass all uh, on every play and that running game just punished the Cardinals in the second half yeah, you're exactly right. Um, I, I think they did a better job of adjusting than we did. Um, you know, I think they, initially they saw who we rolled out there at cornerback and, and their lack of depth, and, and they were trying to pass it even with a backup quarterback. Um, but, I mean, they couldn't block our defensive front, particularly J.J. Watt. And with, it seemed like they had a, a guard get injured every other play, so I think they were down to um, the backups to their backups on the offensive line as well. And, and they went to a ground game and and you know again you know it's there is no common theme with this team except inconsistency is is the common theme because um it seems like different areas um seem to be a concern for this team um in a week in and week out basis and and um you know um i talked about this post game last night but you know here we are 14 games into an nfl season i don't know what our identity is on offense um it looked like we were going to start building around our run game and for some reason we didn't stick with that in the first First half and and on defense, um, you know, for a team that wasn't great at pass rushing and, and getting after the quarterback all year, they certainly did that yesterday. But um, they couldn't stop the run, so it, it um, you know, you plug uh, one hole in the dam and another one pops. Yeah, that's a very very good analogy. All right, before I get into some of the heavier stuff, what about what about JJ Watt's performance yesterday as a fellow D lineman? You must have been kind of inspired by that. I was. I mean, quite honestly, the impressive thing was um, these weren't coverage sacks. He was winning and winning quickly. Um, He still shows incredible movement, quickness, suddenness um, at his age. Um, You know, one sack in particular in the first half, he was lined up head up um, on the the right tackle, and he came all the way to the opposite A gap and got that sack, and it must have been under about two seconds. So, um, you know, he's still got it. He's, He's still dynamic, and and you've got to assume that, you know, most of their attention was going to J.J. Watt without Zach Allen in the lineup. And he was still able to be disruptive and, and have have a first half for the ages, really. Now, before the game, there was a report that came out from a CBS Sports Football Insider who who claims the rumblings are that, that Michael Bidwell might be inclined to make a major overall here from top down. What, what do you think is important if if the Cardinals are going to rebuild this culture? What what are important points to emphasize when it comes to winning culture in the NFL? No, I think that's it. It's culture. Um, you know, I think it was late in that fourth quarter. Wolf and Pash were talking about 
you know, how you can see teams that are historically bad building a culture. You look at the Detroit Lions, you look at the Jacksonville Jaguars, and, um, and, and also Wolf shortly after that talked about, you know, one of the biggest needs that they need to address this offseason is physicality. Well, physicality isn't necessarily in the personnel it's in your culture um you know i think a lot of people watched the detroit lions hard knocks in the preseason and thought that they were kind of the way they approached thing was it was a bit um old school and you know uh, it, it didn't look like today's nfl where they were tackling to the ground and they were hitting and and they were physical all throughout training camp but here they are late in the season and that is paying dividends for them that's their identity they're a physical team and you know just watching the Cardinals through training camp um, it, it, it was you know there was really no semblance of physicality of hitting of of what to me um, you, you know you get late in the season that's what NFL football comes down to the ability to run the football to be able to stop the ability to stop the run and you know so many times late in the season when everybody's beat up it's the more physical team that comes out on top and you know I can't you know with the exception of really the last two games um, against uh, you know where James Conner really ran the ball well I thought, I thought we were physical up front but it's it's not consistent and I would there's very few games where we get to the end of the fourth quarter and I think wow the Cardinals were really the more physical team on the football field and that's not necessarily a personnel thing that that comes from um, your mentality at training camp comes from your mentality throughout your week of practice and and you know at this point in the season that's something that you really can't turn around. Kyle Vandenbosch is our guest here on the Arizona Sports Line as we talk uh, Cardinals football. And, you know, looking back at your career as a player, Kyle, uh, you know, you, you played on some good teams in Tennessee. You played on a playoff team in Detroit. Uh, you played on some bad teams, too, especially at the beginning of your year when, you know, you were a Cardinals draft pick. Uh, and when things are not going well at this point of the season, can you describe how difficult that is on players in terms of motivation? Or is that overblown? Is it, is it, um, you know, play, players still able to get motivated? It's just just more, um, you know, being a part of a, of, a, of a losing culture, as you talked about. It really depends on the personality of the player. Um, you know, I, it, I felt like you could plug on tape of me um, any game throughout my career, and it would, it would look the same. The effort would look the same. The attitude would look the same. Um, quite frankly, um, I played some of my better games when our playoff hopes were eliminated. Um, and it is something that, that I took pride in, but at the same time, um, you know, you know, you understand as a player right now um, that that the front office, um, the coaching staff, they're going through heavy evaluations. It's almost as much about evaluating what we have for next year than it is about winning any of these last three games. And so players start to go um, outside of, of their responsibility. Players start to take chances, trying to make plays, trying to flash, um, trying to show um, you know that, that they're a valuable asset to this team. And that, that never ends up well. Um, you know, it's in the end, you know, you can get by with a few players doing that, but this is the ultimate team sport. And when players are jumping out of their gaps to try to make a play or trying to jump routes to get an interception on defense, that's when you get beat. And that's not how football works, and it, it will never work that way. So, um, you know, it's, it's tough. You know, and, and the biggest thing I was looking for, I expected them to come out um, and play hard uh, from the beginning. It's, it's with, with teams like – 
like the Cardinals when, with what they're dealing with this year, you look to see how they're going to respond in the here we go again moment. And mm-hmm. really it was when, to me, when, when Cole McCoy got hurt, you could kind of feel the deflation from the team. Yeah. And it was the here we go again. Like yeah. we are, you, you get the feeling that you're cursed and, and, and you're just waiting for that next shoot to drop and, and something bad to happen to the team. That's funny because, you know, I'm watching the game and I'm like, the ones doing the hitting seem to be in the game, but the ones getting hit, it seems like their their motivation was waning as the game was going on. All right, what did you think of that wild Patriots-Raiders ending where Chandler Jones goes from lying on the field, um, just thinking the play was going the other direction, stands up and a dude throws him the football and off he goes to the races. <laughs> Yeah, that was nuts. It was nuts. nuts. I mean, there was some crazy. There was some crazy football over the weekend. Um, exciting football, exciting ending. Ending. So you know, I apologize to Cardinals fans because our game was not one of them. But um, <laughs> it, it it was it was nuts. And, and quite frankly, look, Chandler Jones is is far more talented than I ever was. He's he's a way better pass rusher than I ever was. He's not known for a, a, a guy who's running forty yards downfield pursuing ball carriers, and he was actually. Uh, I mean, it, you want to talk about right place at the right time. Um, I mean, gave almost zero effort after missing that tackle and laid on the ground and somehow, you know, 35 yards away from the ball carrier, the ball ends up in his hands and he wins the game. And and, 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 and he's the hero. I mean, I, I, I mean, I don't know how that happens. Yeah, especially after the year that he's had. Kyle, always good to have you, you on buddy. on Mondays. We appreciate it. We'll talk again soon.